Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello and welcome to the HP Podcast, your weekly show about video games. I'm Ben, and with me here today is Brandon. Hello, Brandon. You were in the room moments ago when I was spoiled on the Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores DLC. Tell me how you felt about me being spoiled. I already knew it, so I felt great. You felt great that I was spoiled? Well, not that you were spoiled, but... Yeah. Can you believe it was Dustin, of all people, spoiled me? Yeah. He's pretty he's pretty non-spoiler. That's what I'm saying. He let it slip. It's like the person you least suspect. Yeah. I feel like it was all over the interwebs. It was. But but so was so uh, like, Kim Kardashian's sex tape and I've never seen that. Well, no comment. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all right today, Ben. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm just doing all right. That's had, good. Uh, had a long day at work. It it's only Tuesday, but it certainly feels like a Thursday. Mm. Um, so one of those weeks, indeed, just got back from a vacay. Yeah. Uh, drove to Connecticut. I don't know if either one of you have ever been there. I have. I've, it's I've a, been through Connecticut. I've never spent any time there. It's a lovely, lovely state. Um, I did, however, have to drive through New Jersey, which was unpleasant. Yeah, it's hellish there. Um, yeah. I had always thought that people were bullshitting me um, about the driving I watched the same person cut off the same car three or four times. Like, I didn't even think it was possible to cut off this because traffic wasn't moving. And so he just kept swerving to get further in traffic, but cut off the same white service van or like, you know, the utility van. Sure. Like three or four times. And he didn't get any further. He just kept doing it. It's kind of rough. Yeah, it was it, it was heinous. Um, but I'm doing well. Uh, it was a good trip. The drive was shit. Uh, but I had a good time, <laughs> good. nonetheless. Uh, so, feeling good, ready to talk about some video games. Glad to hear it. Dave, how was your trip to Connecticut? Uh, I've been, I think I've been to Connecticut. Same as you, Ben. I, I drove through it. I drove through uh, New Hampshire. Uh, would that be Connecticut and then Maine? Um, Hard to say. Yes. Okay. I think. So I got to pull on my atlas real quick. I think I've driven through, uh, but yeah, beautiful part of uh, part of America. That's for sure. I loved um, New England. We spent some time in Maine and stuff. But yeah, actually, funny thing I learned about New Jersey since you brought it up: one of two states uh, where it is legal to pump your own gas still. Mm-hmm. Dude, that shit is awful. Ain't nobody touching my. I, I I've literally have I told this story. I've been scammed by those people before. You know I'm. 
I was a teenage white kid. We we drove to New York, right? And they pump your gas in the overflow. Like there was gas pouring on the ground and the man was trying to convince me that he wasn't just trying to run my tab. Yeah. And so he swabbed the inside of my gas cap and put it up to my uh to put it put it up to my nose and was like, "No, I'm not overflowing it. Smell it. It's water." <laughs> this man put his his finger up to my nose and was trying to convince me <laughs> that the gas pouring on the pavement that I could hear flowing onto the ground was not gasoline. Uh, I just don't like it. I don't trust it. Um, I can pump my own gas. Thank you. Just because one dumbass one time lit themselves on fire doesn't mean that every single person is going to do that. Um, and it's just very strange. It's very strange. I, I don't know if other states do that. but it's. Uh, can, I think it's can, or New Jersey and Oregon. So stay out of those two yeah, states. Yeah, dude. But uh, sorry, it's it was um, Vermont and New Hampshire that I drove through on the way to Maine. So I, I have okay. never been to Medi- uh, Connecticut. But um, yeah, nice nice part of the country. I, I, I really liked it there. New Hampshire looked like Switzerland. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. I've been to New Hampshire. It's been a... Uh, I don't know, close to a week there, a couple of last year, year before. And uh, there were many times where I was like, I feel like I'm in Europe. Yeah, yeah dude. The architecture and everything was also just so vastly different. I mean, obviously it was like eight hours away from where we live, but yeah. uh, the the greenery and, and uh, you know, aside from the water looked about the same, but even the way the buildings were structured was just so foreign in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. And the, I don't know how to explain this. Maybe it's just because I live in a rural, lower to middle class area, but almost nobody had shit in their yard that wasn't didn't look like it was supposed to be there. Like we drove by one plot of land and uh, the people we were staying with who lived there, I was like, oh, the, that looks like home. Yeah. Like like they got shit all over their yard, fucking cars, bicycles, fucking trash. There is white trash in every part of the world. Yeah. It's just that when you're in a specific area that you don't see it in, right. you're like, "Oh, this this entire state is now better than where I live." <laughs> but meanwhile, it's just that you're in the nice part of that state. You're probably right, Ben. Yeah. But uh it was uh it, it was very cool. And the weather was actually surprisingly nice. I was expecting it to be cold. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't too bad. It was just windy because we're by the water. That so. just reminded me, Dave, I don't know if this is a thing in Canada or not, and I don't really see it around here too much, but in a lot of places I've been, you'll see like whole yards and uh, just like people have toilets out in their yard. And what? I'm not talking about like around here where you just have toilets out in your yard because you're white trash. I mean, like people will set out like toilets and then decorate them and put plants in them and flat like they use them as planters. Is that a thing in Canada? Yeah, we, we do that up in Canada. I've seen it a couple yeah, places here. If, if you're in the wrong spot, you could have, you know, the city or the HOA called on you. But I, I definitely right. have seen that. It's super tacky, but yeah. some people strive for tackiness, I think. It's tacky, but it's meant to look nice. And I mean, as far as toilets in your yard can go, it does look nice, but it's still toilets in your yard. Dude, it, it, you're talking about ornamental shitters? Yeah. Are you cons- you sound like you're considering some porcelain landscaping. Is this are you, are you thinking about this, Ben? Me? Uh porcelain perhaps, but not shitters. Okay, well Wow. Yeah. All right. And and I just want to make this clear, they're not functional. No, it's just it's, it's just, just a toilet that you're chucking your garden and you oh. put dirt in it and stuff and you could put plants like, in like the bowl and all that. Yeah. Like a garden gnome yep. but a shitter? You got right. it. Okay. Yes. Interesting. 
Yeah. I didn't know about this. It's actually a garden gnome that shits. <laughs> that completes the the, the nativity. Right. Well, Where we, else are they going to go? The toilet nativity. <laughs> we have a thumbnail for this week, right? <laughs> there we go. I think so. Well, speaking of thumbnails, one of the only places you'll see our thumbnails is over on Patreon. And that wasn't even meant to be a segue, but it's true. It really is. That was beautiful, Ben. Uh, we have a Patreon. You can go sign up there for as little as a dollar a month and join in to the Patreon. It helps us out a lot. And you get to the show ad-free and a day early. Most of the time, you get it more than 24 hours early. But I digress. Anyway, we appreciate that. If you can help us out, handsomephantom.com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash handsomephantom. We also have a Discord that you can join for free. You don't have to be a member of the, the Patreon if you don't want to. And uh, chat with us about video game things or just, you know, basically whatever. Um, a couple weeks ago, I posited that people should just like talk about their moms. And I think one person did it. Okay. Only that one person. Wow. So everyone step up your is, game, everybody yeah, else. Everyone else is a coward, I guess. I think coward is a good word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch is another word for it. Or they just, you know, mother haters, I guess. Mother, motherfuck. No, 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 I think that's no, different. No, yeah, that's yeah. different. Okay. Well, uh, you want to talk about some video game stuff? Yeah. Video game related things. Sure. Let's start off with this. And since I mentioned that I was spoiled on the uh, Burning Shores DLC, which I was going to play, but obviously I needed to play. D- Dustin like said something about it and I was like oh is that a thing and he's like oh you didn't know that I'm like no he's like it was everywhere on social media I'm like yeah I somehow managed to avoid yeah. it yes in fact the shores are on fire man I'm the shores sorry, are on fire. sorry it was spoiled impressive <laughs> uh, but basically it was just funny because yeah. I guess I, I should have seen it but I didn't I really need to anyway, see what this is now uh, carry on uh, my point I guess my point there was that um it doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah it's like, <laughs> I, I mean, no I wasn't going to play it right anyway. uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> this says, Guerrilla Games announces that Aloy will be the subject of another Horizon game. Uh, I'm not really sure. Oh, here we go. There's a departure message from someone who is leaving Guerrilla. It doesn't matter. Their their life is unimportant, apparently. Sure. But at the end of it, they say, we have full confidence in our new leadership as they steer Gorilla towards a bright future, expanding the world of Horizon with Aloy's next adventure and our exciting online project, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't matter because basically it's just confirmation. I mean, the second game sets up a third game pretty nicely, pretty, pretty obviously, in my opinion. Now, you don't know that someone's always going to make a sequel where there could be a sequel, or in this case, a threequel, I guess, in the trilogy, I suppose. But Dave, you still have not gotten around to Forbidden West. And my question is, why not? I've just, um, I've kind of made peace with the fact that the Horizon series is not for me, which is really weird because, like, I really like open world games, but Mm -hmm. I tried to get into the original twice. Uh, like on two separate occasions and made exactly 11 hours in both times and just said, I do not want to play this anymore. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe it'll be on sale one day and I'll, I'll take the plunge and I'll play Forbidden West for 11 hours. But uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I just found the combat very tedious um, hmm. the way like you basically need to like go into slow-mo and then like enter a menu and then pick, you know, sit there in a menu and stuff. I don't know. There was something about it that just didn't resonate with me, but um, yeah. yeah. I've got a little, I, I did enjoy both Horizon games a good bit. 
but I've just gotten a little tired around about the conversation around them, and I'm kind of like, I just want to play a game without talking about them. Is that possible? Yeah. Here I am on a video game podcast, <laughs> working for a company that produces video game content. Whatever. Brandon, um, any big shock here? Yeah. No, not at all. Okay. Um, this is good. I uh, I genuinely think it is good. I've voiced my... <sighs> Uh, this satisfaction sounds pretty harsh, but I like the first game a lot better than the second game. Mm. I feel like the dialogue completely bogs down the game in, yeah. a, in a way that I can't even explain. It's like, if you are someone who really just is, like, lore-centric, you're in a treasure trove. But I like to get it, like, here and there. Uh -huh. And I'm certainly not against it, but every single time you talk to somebody, I'm just ready for them to stop fucking talking. Um, at a certain point, I mean, after, right. you know, 30 hours, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then it's like, do you want to have five more dialogue options in addition to the 30 seconds you just listened to and the right. 30 seconds before that? Um, but now this is good. I think that, uh, there was a very big progression from the first game to the second game. Um, and a lot of the things I, I didn't like about it is some of the things Dave mentioned. I feel like it became more complicated in a way that I didn't enjoy as much. Mm. Um, and the story also was a little bit heavy handed for me at points, but it certainly was that, um, yeah, I like it. I do genuinely like the game. I like the world. I love the idea of the dinosaurs. Um, you know, the, the robot dinosaurs, and I think Aloy is a really cool character. Um, so I'm interested to see what they're going to continue to do with this. Um, and didn't we, didn't we talk about a rumor about some sort of multiplayer aspect? At yeah, some there's point all as well. sorts of stuff going so, on. Yeah. Who knows if that'll just be like something that gets tacked on to the next game? I don't know. But either way, I will certainly be there. I'm sure, probably even day one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the reality is, even if I'm a little. A little bored it's there's still quality games no no absolutely and we only get so many first party quality games some of the best yeah. but like you know even the even the best have some downfalls so yeah absolutely well speaking of games that have downfalls uh i don't know if that was a good segue or not <laughs> but games radar reports that diablo 4 isn't quote intended to be played forever and there's a pinnacle boss encounter at the end it says in a group interview games radar plus i don't know why there's a plus now why is there a plus now branching out in a group interview games radar attended associate game director joe Pipora Pipora confirmed that nightmare dungeons will keep getting more challenging even past level 100 but there is a limit to the game's difficulty he said that diablo 4 wasn't designed to be endlessly scaled with your character and that you'll eventually pace, face a pinnacle boss encounter that'll test the limits of even the best level 100 builds quote diablo 4 is not intended to be played forever so there are creatures that you will continue to fight at higher and higher difficulties beyond level 100 but this is content where you'll be kind of pushing yourself to see how far you can take your build rather than trying to reach some endless grind of rewards as time goes on beyond the level 100. He also added there, there will be an unspecified point past level 100 where you've received the maximum power of gear and that at that point you can re-roll and respec your character until you feel you've maximized your build. And then, and only then, according to Blizzard, you want to take on the de facto final boss of the Nightmare Dungeons, etc., etc. So, it's not so much about the details here of the specifics. I think it's more about the conversation of the fact that a lot of people were worried and are, have been worried and not without good reason that Diablo 4 is going to become a live service to the point that like you're just got to keep grinding and keep grinding and keep grinding. But that does not appear to be the case. 
Brandon, I know you're very excited about Diablo yeah, 4. so excited. How do you feel about that? Are you, are you, do you like having an endpoint, or do you, would you be okay with it being more of a, a living game? No, this is such good news. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty much just, just uh, reassuring the fans that things are going to stay the way they were. Um, just to, as, as an aside real quick, this takes it from being a game like it was before and not making itself into a Destiny. Mm-hmm. Because that is my biggest and largest complaint with Destiny. As much as I've loved, I've played 300 hours between two of them. 300? Yeah, at least. Those are baby numbers, man. Well, you know, I stopped playing after a while. That's true. Um, for this exact reason. And this is why I, I, I get so fatigued always being behind. Yeah. And always have... Like, if it's the only game you play, Destiny 2 can be some of the most rewarding game you can ever play. Like, it's good shit. But it's just never enough. Like, it's always evolving. You're always behind. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't satisfying Getting to me. Getting wiped every season. Well, it, exactly. And not to say that Diablo would have even necessarily done it like that, but to have something in mind to where you could say, hey, this is the pinnacle, and then you could just kind of tweak it from there, that is going to be so satisfying to reap everything that you've sown to just be the best. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to continue. Like, I'm sure level 100 is going to take... <laughs> Who fucking knows how long? Just make a new character and get that one to level 100. So right. this is incredibly good news. Um, I was a little scared myself that it would become the new model or, that or everyone... get the level 100 and then prestige. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Ben. Um, but I, I was certainly concerned um, that there would never be an end in sight, as most games kind of cultivate, uh, to never get you to stop playing them for there never to be an end. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I think that there is something very satisfying to spending that much time playing something and actually feeling like you are at the top. Yeah. Because in Destiny, when you're at the top and it will take forever to get to the top, then in about three or four months, you're going to be back at the bottom. And I just couldn't stand that. I could not stand that gameplay loop. And I'm really grateful that something I'm very excited for will have that sort of payoff. Dave, I know you're not a big live service game guy. I assume this is good news for you as well. Yeah, but I don't know, I don't know if I'm looking at this the wrong way, but just because and I don't know if they're definitively saying that um, the base game will have a finite end. It still sounds like they're leaving the door open for and 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 potentially setting themselves up for a favorable position to have a year one, a year two mm. um, additional content. Because, you know, if there is an end to the base game, then it makes more content even more appealing to people. Um, sure. You know, if, if, if I just make my day one product be the be-all and end-all and you never need to buy something else from me, then it sort of devalues any, you know, other content that comes in the future. And we know what this company is like. So I don't know. I'd like to see how this plays out over a few years. Cause you know, I know people played Diablo three for like forever, pretty much still, and still playing. Exactly. It. And, and there's still people playing Diablo two. And it's, it's like, why is Diablo four going to be any different? Maybe it's not going to be that like, traditional live service model but you know I, I i really think there is going to be additional content that that's going to be released and you're going to want to buy because you got to the end of the game and you min max right. all that you could and 
you got sick of making new builds you know people are going to want that new content so i'm curious to see how this actually plays out um because again we know what this company's like but true yeah that's a good point yeah it's certainly possible and i'm sure they're going to have expansions and stuff like that i mean even if it was a live service or a single player either way a game like diablo 4 is going to have <laughs> expansions and no upgrades and yeah everything. definitely yeah I feel like the the factor in that is though is that like I don't think they did this with Diablo three. It's like once you're max level, you're max level. I think that's the like difference though. Is yeah. not like there will be more content, obviously. I mm-hmm. mean there's been DLCs in I don't know about all of them. I didn't really play Diablo two, but uh, yeah, there I, were yeah, there were DLCs in Diablo two. I am interested to see how they how they do this, but I think mostly this is good news, at least for me. So. Yeah. I'm very excited. There's a stress test. Well, either it already passed or it's coming up that uh, should be fun, but I'm not going to play it again until, no matter what opportunities there are, until it comes out. Because I just want to, once I'm ready to play it, I just want to play it. Is there any more rewards, though? I don't know, and I don't think I want to look and find out. Okay. If there is, I'm looking, and I'm. <laughs> if there's a reward, I'm going to play. If there's not, I'm not. <laughs> When's it come out again, that- Brandon? Is it, like, next June or something? Uh... Yeah, I think it is in June. I don't know the exact date. 2026? Okay. Dude, don't say that. We keep pushing it back for Brandon. Don't say that. <laughs> don't will it, Dill. Dave. Dill. Dill. I almost called you don't will it, Dill. Don't you dare will a dilly. <laughs> will it, you dillweed son of a bitch. Don't you take my Diablo. Diablo. GamesIndustry.biz reports that PlayStation is going to acquire AAA multiplayer developer Firewalk Studios. This news is a little bit old, but I thought it was good to talk about anyway. Quote, PlayStation has agreed to acquire Firewalk Studios, the AAA multiplayer developer that is working on a live service game for PS5 and PC. If the name sounds familiar, that's because it... It's because Sony has already announced it would be publishing Firewalk's first game back in April of 2021. It's the third dedicated live service game studio that PlayStation has acquired over the last 18 months alongside Bungie and Haven Studios. Firewalk was set up in 2018 as part of probably Monsters, a collective of AAA game developers. It was formed by a number of Bungie veterans, including studio head, previously general manager and senior vice president of Destiny and Activision, and game director Ryan Ellis, previously creative director at Bungie and now boasts almost 150 employees. Firewalk is PlayStation Studios' 20th developer. Dave, uh, more live service coming from Sony. Traditionally, we, I mean, we've had some live service stuff directly from Sony, but keeping on the same trend, you know, is this, I guess this is the, the way the industry is moving, but is that good for people like you? Um, I, I'd like to see Sony release some something in this sort of arena. Um, we, we've said for a while that this is something that we feel they're kind of missing. Um, and you know they acquired Bungie, so they're 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 starting to position themselves to to be a player in this space. I don't know if the timing is great because it's getting kind of tired. But um, if anyone could kind of write the ship on on this genre of games, it would be Sony. I'm just like. I saw this news and and it was written in a way to suggest that like Firewalk was the name of a developer and studio that I had just forgotten about. But then you go yeah. and do reading and they haven't actually come out with any games. They just them and, and probably monsters just like have people who have worked on big games like like Destiny and Call of Duty and stuff. But mm-hmm. like as you said in the in the press release there, the studio's been around since twenty eighteen. Um, you know, we knew in 2021 that Sony was going to be working with them 
and it's like five years in and all we have to show for it is another little Sony newsletter. Um, right. Like, I don't know. Is this the best way to do this to create some buzz? <laughs> I feel like something should be shown, but um, I guess like, cool. They, the firewalk, they, what have they made? I, I don't know, but there's some people who work there who, who worked on some other big games. So I don't know. This isn't very interesting, but maybe one day it will be. I just, yeah, you have to assume that, especially if they're public, like if they decided to publish their game, they either saw something they really liked or knew that with some money they could make something they liked. But now at this point, if they're just straight up acquiring them, you have to imagine they're seeing something they really like. So why not show they're us? already funding them. Why not? Why right. Not, you know, like it's yeah. a screenshot is, is something, but you know, yeah. just saying there's people who work there who worked on other big games and they're, and they're, you know, vaguely working on something, triple a multiplayer is, I don't know, man, it's just more Sony PR boringness. But yeah, it is what it is. Brandon. Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, I'm in agreement with you two. I mean, it's... As far as Sony goes, I mean, there's two ways to think about it, right? You buy a studio that's tried and true, but what have we seen from studios that are supposedly tried and true? They can easily let us down. So maybe it doesn't really matter that we haven't seen anything, but it definitely seems a little weird for Sony to just... They have to know something we don't. I mean, that's just plain and simple. Sure. I mean, it, it, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But um, it is a little strange that we know nothing. Um, and Sony seems to be pretty conservative with a lot of things and make some strange decisions. But they have to know something very good that we do not. Because I don't see them doing this more than once. Dave said it as well. It's... This is not the first time they have bought in completely, acquired, not even just bought in, acquired, mm -hmm. and we don't know much about it. Yep. You know what I mean? It's just like, it seems off-brand for Sony, but maybe it's just that we're not in the know. I mean, that has to be it. Well, it's not, I mean, we're obviously not in the know. Clearly, yeah. but like, you know, it just, what I'm saying is it's strange, but I'm hoping we can have faith that they know what the fuck they're doing, Jim himself knows what the fuck's happening um but hope, i don't know hope jim we will see time will tell time will tell if you're an athlete you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down after all a team is only as good as its weakest link so you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field that's why there's no vape in team when you vape you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Brandon, this one I got especially for you. Ooh. I knew you'd really enjoy it. Oh, I know what it is. Fuck you. <laughs> well, if the never loads here. Uh, according to Near Automata's, or just Near's uh, Twitter page, 
says total worldwide shipments and download sales have exceeded 7.5 million. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you for your continued support of the Nier series. And it's specifically about Nier Automata has sold 7.5 million plus. Ooh-wee. Now, I didn't really pick this for Brandon because if anybody who has been a longtime Brandon fan knows, he hates <laughs> Nier Automata. I just don't get it. But you've put in a lot of hours. I have probably put in enough to beat the game, but I just keep restarting it in the hopes that I will be propelled to the end. Well, the the actual end, not the uh, faux end. Right. Um, so I, this is good. People love this game. Everybody seems to love this game. Yeah. Um, it's crazy that it took um, this long and we're still talking about it. I'm not saying that in like a facetious way, but like it's very clear how big of an impact this game has had on the industry as a whole. Um, so, Dave, did you... I can't remember. Did you dip your toes? Have you fucked with this game at all? No, I've always been terrified because I've heard the first, like, the opening of this game is really, really tough. And, uh, yeah, and the, like, the checkpoints are awful and... They're yeah. bad. Yeah. And the combat sucks. Only in that first... Okay, first of all, the combat does not suck. It's fine. Except for in that first fight. There, I think it is true that the combat sucks. My biggest It's fear, completely different than the rest of the game. I have a one fear slightly bigger is... Um, What's her name in the game? 2B? I'm mm-hmm. afraid I'm going to play it and turn into a weeb. Oh. Dude, listen. that That's the only thing I think of favorably about the game is <laughs> that sweet, sweet, juicy sword on on her back. That That's... That's that, not where I thought you were going. Ben, what did you think I was going to say? I just have known you for a long time, Brendan. <laughs> And it gets very anime. It gets so anime. Like some of the shit I watched right before I stopped playing, my god, it, it yeah, it's very, very, very um, abstract. Just say you yeah. hate the Japanese, Brandon. Dude, I love Japanese stuff. <laughs> I watch anime. I know. I just had to give you a hard time. No, but that's good. It's good shit. I'm curious. I mean, we got Near Replicant a couple years back. Well, uh, the remake of Near Replicant. Uh, I'm curious if we're ever going to see a true, like, sequel or another entry in the Nier series. You'd have to imagine, right? I mean, you would, but also, like, it's Square. What's his face, the the smiling guy? He doesn't want to make Yoko more? Taro. Yeah, where's he at? Well, that's technically a meal. It's a mask he wears, but... Well, but still. Uh, where's he at? He's out there telling people he wants to make another Nier game. They just need to give him money. That's uh... what he's doing. Now, I haven't heard anything from him in a year or two, probably, so... But then again, I don't, I don't follow him on any social media, so he could be out there talking. But yeah, I am. This is not my style of game traditionally, but for whatever reason, Dustin begged me to try it, and I was like, I'll try it. And I played about ten hours and was like, falling asleep. Not because of the game, because of my lifestyle at the time. I was getting home at like two a.m. and having to get back up at six a.m. and yeah, it was a whole thing. Yeah, but uh, then I when I finally got back into it. I was like, I cannot put this down. Yeah. So. Oh, and just to cover my bases, Edwin, that's the best game I've ever played. Um, the combat's <laughs> amazing. Uh, it's a 10 out of uh, 10 out of 10. Yeah. What a shill. <laughs> I, 
shell. Speaking right. of games that are selling copies, <laughs> let's talk about Dead Island 2. Dead Island 2, and we got other stuff to talk about with Dead Island 2 here, but Dead Island 2 sells over 1 million copies in its first weekend. This comes from GameWatcher.com. Deep Silver and Dan Buster have already announced that Dead Island 2 has already sold over 1 million copies since its launch on the 21st, which was a mere four days ago, and this article was written yesterday. Dead Island 2 released across multiple platforms, and it may or may not, oh wait, sorry, it may or may not reinvent the zombie killing genre, but its sun-soaked setting, humorous tone, and satisfying combat make it a worthwhile addition to the series. Deep Silver has put together some interesting stats based on what players have been getting up to since the game launched earlier this month. More than 1 million copies of Dead Island 2 sold in the first weekend, 11 million total hours played, 28 million total number of player deaths, over twice the population of, of Los Angeles. I don't know why they needed to put that morbid stat in there. 45 million zombies sliced in half, 756 million zombie limbs hacked off, and 1.1 billion total number of zombies slayed. With ongoing support and potential DLC on the horizon, Dead Island 2 is poised to continue growing and evolving in the future. We'll be sure to keep you informed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Phil, I know you've been really excited for this. Let's go to you, Phil. Hello? Well, Disneyland is Phil Disney is dead Disneyland. at Disney. <laughs> Dave, any thoughts on Dead Island 2? I know Brandon has some things to share. Uh, did he share them with you? or, or No, gonna, I just know he, should call know he has some things. Um, I'm really happy to hear this. This game um, really had a troubled development. And, uh, you know, we, we often see these things sent out to die. And I certainly think the scope of this game was was dialed down in the interest of getting it out the door and having it recoup some money. Um, yeah. But I'm sure there's a passionate group of people who worked on this, and and it seems to be paying off because people are enjoying the game. Um, it's it's coverage on Twitter, or sorry, on Twitch, at least from my perspective, is fantastic. Like everybody seems to be playing this game. Um, so yeah, good for them. I don't know if it's it's something I'm going to be playing, but um, yeah, I just know how much of a struggle it was to get this game out and how many times it changed hands. So I'm happy to see this kind of succeed at least through its first week, uh, or weekend and not a game pass game, right? Just, just no, traditional release selling yeah. a million copies. So good for them. Cause we don't see this very yeah. often. Absolutely. Brandon, um, your thoughts on it selling a million and also whatever else you wanted to say about that and that I cut you off earlier. With. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, that's good news. I mean, everything I, I, I'm in agreement with Dave yet again, uh, the Twitch coverage has been really good. And that's actually where I've viewed most of it. Like, I haven't shot it out, but I've been watching other people play it. I should watch Shroud play it for a, for a good while uh, yeah. the other night. Um, but, yeah, it looks pretty fun. I don't know, just based on the timing of when Redfall is going to be coming out, that I will be dipping in quite yet. But the next time there's a drought... I'm I, I might just give it a go. Um, I think the game looks pretty cool. Uh, I think that it's a wonder that it's done as well as it has, um, and that it has become well, not that it's become that it turned out to be such a good product based on how bad things were and how many years of of struggling, as it seemed, uh, this game was going through. And and I know the series is acclaimed generally uh, at least the first one was so um i think that one of the standout things for me is the and love it or hate it some people don't like it have you guys seen the gore physics no holy no. shit dude it's so fucking metal like i 
I don't want to say I love gore, but I kind of love gore, especially in video games. Dude, you could punch... As opposed to what? Not gore. No, you said gore, <laughs> especially in video games. I'm just curious, as opposed to in real life? Yeah, IRL, I suppose. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. I'm not into, like, live leaks or something. Gotcha. I know I joked about that a couple weeks ago, but I don't seek that <laughs> stuff out. Like, I'm not actually deranged. Okay. Just, like, a little bit. Yeah. Um... But no, dude, you could like, like I saw videos on Twitter of people like punching apart, literally punching apart bodies and like, you got to look it up. It's, I'm not going to be able to do it justice describing it, but it's fucking rad. It is so dope. And I guess if you don't like that, you don't like that. I love that. But it's really cool. I see some dudes like punching dudes intestines, like, like just punching the skin and like cutting. I don't know. I'm not going to get too into it, but especially because it's zombies, it's just like, adds to the experience for me um, because there is a, a, whole, a whole melee system and there's guns in this as well but um, I love it I think it's super cool and I love what they did with it you can make giant paintings of blood all over the ground with these uh, zombies so I think that's pretty fucking lit nice and metal it's it's incredibly metal if I did not say that is it liquid metal uh kind of in a way there is iron involved okay yeah in yeah. the in the blood true <laughs> guys i think that's did i miss anything you wanted to talk about that's all the stories i had i mean that's yeah that sounds sounds about right i don't understand uh why it feels lately like there's not a lot of news other than the fact that there just isn't yeah she's just like rolling yeah she's coming out here soon redfall pretty soon are we gonna have a show before redfall i don't know um yes next well, week what is it the second jedi is this week what is uh jedi uh survivor oh it just feels i'm excited for that game but it feels like there's no hype like i'm barely hearing anything about it okay redfall comes out on tuesday so the the day we record oh so. okay yeah yeah i'm interested i saw that uh some of the uh cosmetic choices can make you look fucking sick as shit really? I saw, yeah I, I won't spoil it unless you care about what like the hair and beard combo. That's all I'm going to say about it. If anyone's bothered, Dave, would that bother you if I if I told you about a hair and beard combo? No, I, I think what it's. About, I, are I, you going to ask our hundreds of listeners? I don't give a fuck. If you don't want to listen, don't listen, dude. I saw this one where, and now that I'm thinking about, it, I wonder if someone was playing it earlier. If this is just a fan mock up and they're trolling, but I saw Cal with uh like almost like a mullet and a goatee and he looked like fucking Theo Vaughn or like some redneck <laughs> trash. It looked amazing. So I genuinely hope that's in the game. It looked fucking sick. Yeah. Um but no, that's going to be cool. Um I'll probably not buy that. I think I'm going to do the good old EA Play for a month. Dude, fuck yeah. And pay 15 bucks play Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, and then buy it when it's on sale. It is well worth it. Yeah. Um I just like, I need to finish the first one before I can step in, so... I thought you did finish it. No, I got... I did a, I did a decent chunk. I, I, I just... But you bought it, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just weirdly lost interest, and for no good reason. Like, it was... It's, it's an amazing game. Like, I don't have a justification, so... That game continues to pop up on the sales charts every month. Maybe like, not every month, but many months. Even well, now. And the values are insane. I mean, I feel like it's been going on sale for so long now, like... If you haven't got this game, try it out. I mean, obviously. Uh, but, Dave, are you... You're obviously... Are you in day one? Are you going to do the EA Play? Or are you just buying it outright? I don't know if I'm going to be day one. Uh, I was kind of holding out for Redfall, but I've kind of got my concerns about that. So, 
We'll see. But, I mean, it was, along with Hogwarts, Redfall and Jedi were my top three coming into this year. So, I definitely want to play it. I'm sure I'm going to cave pretty close to launch. Because uh, I am so open world gamed out right now that this yeah. game would kind of fit in perfectly with what I'm looking for right now. So, yeah. Dave, what are your concerns with Redfall? My concerns with Redfall um, are... I I kind of said it in the Discord last week, but I know not everybody listening is on the Discord, but um, I I can't get help but get the have the feeling that Microsoft has forced Arcane to make a game that is not them. Uh, I think they're trying to make a people pleaser. I think they're trying to make something with mass appeal. And if the delays we've had with this game, plus the 30 FPS news is any indication, I still think this game is being rushed. Um, So I think at best, there's a good chance. I hope I'm wrong, but I think this is just going to feel like uh, like a Ubisoft arcane kind of game, like just your run-of-the-mill open-world shooter, which a lot of people really like. And, you know, that arguably would have a lot more appeal than Dishonored would. And that's probably what Microsoft was going for. But that's not what I was hoping for when I initially got excited for Redfall. Um, I just watched IGN's preview on the co-op and the game's starting to look pretty rough. Like, it looks like an old game. Mm. Um, but yeah, it like, it doesn't even have that visual style that you kind of get from Arcane's game. It just looks a little flat. But... Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just I'm just getting concerns. We'll we'll see next week when when I'm sure reviews come out and stuff. And I'd st- if if it looks okay, I'll I'd still probably play it first over Jedi. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's 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 there's red flags on this. Yeah. yeah Did you sure. watch the IGN one? Yeah, Is with that what you um, said? Brian McCaffrey. I swear to God, and correct me if I'm wrong, I did not watch it, but I saw someone talking. Was the person playing just heinously bad? There was one that was. It seemed like it was maybe the first video game they had ever played, like like almost uh, games journalism cuphead level of of, of shitty gameplay. Did you see that, Ben? I didn't see it, but I did hear the discussion about it. There was one that was similar to, that was like that. And then I think they did another one after the fact with Ryan. <laughs> it was so bad that they had to redo it. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping this shit's good. And yeah, it's a talented studio. I really hope that Microsoft hasn't pigeonholed them into something that um, they clearly have never had experience doing. Um, and hopefully they haven't shit it out. So. Well, it can't be good. In fact, it doesn't even exist because uh, Xbox has no games. And with that... Uh, <laughs> what have we been playing? No Xbox games, that's for sure. Not any new ones, anyway. Dave, what have you been playing that isn't an Xbox game because they don't exist? And now, now you're the fucking chill, <sighs> shill, dude. Who's the shill now? Uh, so I've been playing two games. Um, I I finished the platinum for Ghost of Tsushima. So nice, dude. That's, Congrats. That's that's done. Oh um, yeah. Spent most of the week just kind of doing the cleanup stuff, uh, finishing all the side activities and stuff. I feel like 60% of that game side activities was those friggin' fox shrines, which isn't yes. surprising because they were the easiest thing to probably put in the game, just follow a fox to this thing and press a button. I found myself getting excited when I found bamboo strikes because I'm like, cool, something that I actually have to like press buttons for. So 
um yeah feels good to have that done finally that's 75 hours in <laughs> that's uh that'll put behind me but um yeah Dave, you- go ahead and I'll say you can breathe easy now because I know you were you were trucking through at the end there. Yeah, the annoying part is is when I pull it up on my PlayStation, it shows me as having the platinum but only having like sixty percent of the trophies because oh. of the friggin' New Game Plus and Nikki no. Island and that stuff. That's annoying. So yeah, but oh well, you have it, it though yeah. in your heart. Exactly, it felt good. It was a good platinum. It was uh, yeah that 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 was a game worth seeing all of. Even though for the Platinum, you technically don't need to get everything. Like, you don't need to get all the banners and, like, there's a lot of stuff that's left. Um, yeah. But you see the majority of stuff. But it's funny. Um, it's uh, it's uh, cherry blossom season around these parts. Mm, and Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we have some here in Burlington. And uh, I, I finished the Platinum on Sunday. And then on Sunday afternoon, I went with my wife downtown Burlington to see the cherry blossoms. And everybody was like taking pictures and stuff. And because I just finished Ghost of Tsushima, <laughs> I wanted to kneel down and do a haiku. Dude, you should have. You should have, bro. Could have gotten one of those hot springs. Got totally exactly. Dude, bought ass name. Dave, did you like the haikus as much as I did? That was one of my favorite parts of the game. I don't know why. So I thought it was awesome. Favorite parts. Really? When yeah. I, first, I loved it. When I first started my second run through the game i actually like read through all the responses and stuff and actually tried to make a good haiku but then i got a little tired of it and but i found some some fun in what i was doing next which was i was just randomly picking anyone i could and then when the haiku was actually read at the end it was cool to see what i actually got because i was just picking at random and i wasn't even reading anything so I enjoyed that because you'd come up with like these random haikus that didn't make sense. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I don't know. There was a lot in that game that didn't feel like gameplay to me. And I think a lot of it was mm. to enhance the theme of the game, which is good. So like haikus and the shrines and stuff like you weren't actually doing anything challenging. Um, but, you know, you can't fill an open world game with like sh- like the traversal shrines because th- those are just really difficult to program and and you know they take a lot of space so yeah. i understand but i'm hoping for whatever sequel comes their way there's a little bit more engaging stuff to do outside of the story um but yeah the other game i've been playing is uh, a game called crab champions um, oh dude that is that the i think i know what it is go ahead i'm sorry so this is, uh, if I can describe it, uh, the elevator pitch is it's it's Returnal, but you're a crab. Um, yes, dude. So I want to play that. It's just like a run-based roguelite, and you're like you're a crab, and you're a crab holding like an AK-47 or like a minigun or like dual wielding shotguns, and and yeah. you're just I mean, who hasn't been a crab holding shotgun? It's 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 a mobility-based roguelite in that like it's you're it's a shooter and you're trying to shoot as you know as much stuff as you can as quickly as you can but like if you're not jumping and dashing and all that stuff as as much as possible then you're going to die pretty quick so you kind of have to master the just like a returnal um so yeah this is totally a shut your brain off just like i don't know play the game while you're listening to a podcast or something but it's a lot of fun um, it's in early access. I paid $15 Canadian for it. Um, and it's kind of got an interesting um, story. So it's made by one guy. Um, the guy's name is, he's an EDM musician. His name is Noise Storm. And he created a music video 
uh, to one of his songs or somebody's songs of just like crabs dancing to like this EDM song. And apparently like it was really popular and it inspired him to make a video game about it. So this is the product of that. And, you know, because it's made by an EDM artist, like the music in the game is really, really good if you're into that stuff. Um, but yeah, Crab Champions, it's just, it's, it's, it's got really, really, um, it's, it's gotten a really strong reception on Steam. Um, it's cheap, it's early access, it's, it's going to keep evolving and they're going to keep adding stuff. It's a fairly well-rounded product right now for the price, considering it's not a full release. Um, so yeah, Crab Champions, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's wild. It's, and it's again, exactly what I needed after all the open world bullshit I've been doing the last little while, <laughs> just something to shut my brain off to. So yeah. Yeah. And that's what, uh, that's what I've been playing. Dave, I love that you said that. I'll probably actually go home and buy that because I was watching somebody play that the other night and the fact that you say you actually like it as well, I'm probably going to go buy that. Yeah. Is it just, is it wave-based? Is there is there, a, is there like a goal or is it just fun? Yeah, it's just you, uh, It it's not wave-based. Most of the um, levels are, I think they're called arena where it's just um, kill all the enemies in the arena. And okay, then you okay. get a you get a chest at the end with a random piece of loot that will uh, change the you know the grenades you can throw or the health you have or your shield or elemental damage to your gun or whatever. And then you go on to the next level and there's like three or four different biomes that you play through. If you make it all the way to the end, then you get um, you can unlock like a new weapon or something. So very okay. simple, uh, but still got a lot of room for like additional content and levels and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it's it's cool. What was the name of that again? Crab. Crab champions. Champions. All right, I got I got to peep it. Brandon, you're up. All right. Uh, so played some stuff. Um, tried out that Minecraft Legends. Um, from that uh, indie developer Mojang, (laughs) uh, and Notch. that's who made it, right? I think Notch has been gone for about 15 years or so, but yes. <laughs> well, not quite 15 years. But. Uh, no, I tried out Minecraft uh, Legends. Uh, I'm not a huge RTS fan, but I was just intrigued by this game. Obviously, I've talked a lot about Minecraft and what's left to be said about it, but uh, this game's pretty interesting um, as far as uh, my experience with RTS goes. Um, I'm having a good bit of fun. I feel like it is pretty shallow at points, but I feel like I haven't really completely uh, seen all this game has to offer quite yet. Um, So we'll probably continue to play that here and there. I don't think I'm going to go crazy with it. Um, I'll probably play it until something else comes out that's kind of an in-between game. That's probably why I'm playing it at all. Um, But definitely cool what they've done. I kind of hope they... The story isn't canon. If you play it for a couple minutes, you'll realize it's in like a parallel universe type scenario. Yeah. Um, but I hope that some of the interesting things that were brought in this game actually can transpose themselves into Minecraft because I feel like it would add really cool elements to the game in general. Um, they already have some overlap. I mean, obviously, it's all Minecraft. The sounds are the same. Um, the visuals are relatively the same um, in a lot of ways. So... Uh, pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool, but... That's actually, Brandon, the only thing I've really been playing just because I was away for a few days uh, over the last week. And it's... Uh, I like it. It's cute. It's a cool concept. 
But for me, and I know I haven't played that much, maybe close to 10 hours if I had to guess, but it just feels very repetitive. I'm like, oh, I'm doing the same exact thing over and over again. And to some extent, that's every game. I get it. But I just, maybe I just haven't let it open up enough, but I feel like it hasn't grabbed me in 10 hours or so. I don't know if it's going to. Right. No, I feel kind of the same way. I'm enjoying my time with it, um, but I really wonder if there is just something I'm not quite understanding about it yet. But yeah. um, well, you see, there's these blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just gonna play Minecraft. Yeah. Um, but uh, I also, I really have been in the kind of lull as I described. So I, I downloaded Old Faithful. I downloaded a Counter Strike, uh, CS:GO. Yeah. Um, so this is really my first time playing it. I planted my first bomb of all time. Oh. Um, I defused my first bomb of all time. I got a couple kills in a match, which is actually pretty good. Um, I've literally booted the game before, but I don't know that I've... Not on my current Steam account. I think this might be my, the first time I've really actually played more than, like, maybe a match. Okay. Um, so uh, actually quite a bit of fun. Um, and it doesn't look as bad as I thought it was going to. Um seeing the Counter-Strike 2 stuff, I was like, wow, that looks really amazing. I bet the old one looks awful because I saw screenshots, but it's not really that bad. I got my settings like maxed out, but uh, pretty fun. I didn't think it was possible to have a more vulgar and abrasive uh, game chat than a Call of Duty lobby, but I heard the the N-word multiple times within like a matter of five minutes. I'm not not talking about nuclear. Right. Um, So Or nuclear nuclear um so that was kind of and it's just so upsetting when you know it's a child like it's so clearly a child right that is just like screaming into the void right um it's really upsetting uh but yeah it was a lot of fun i'm gonna keep playing that i think uh, i i someone please explain to me how the the loot works in this game i want to open all these <laughs> chests i want to open a chest but I, I i think i literally just have to buy them and i'm not going to do that so um yeah, that's been a good time. I'm just waiting for more shit to come out. I'll probably try that crab game. And the I'll talk game. about it next week. Now, we were talking about this slight, like, just barely before we started recording. And uh, I think Dustin mentioned to you that you should try Valorant. And I think oh, you would yeah, like absolutely. Valorant. I have tried to play Valorant a few times. And I don't know if it was just the mood I was in or what, but I just couldn't... I couldn't grasp everything fast enough to feel like I was on the same level as everybody else. Right. And I think that was probably because I never made it like in the placements or whatever. Yeah. But is that something you're interested in giving a go? No, I even considered it after like yeah. in, in my process, I was like, Oh, you know, I'm going to download this. I have it in my steam library. I've downloaded it before and uninstall it. Um, but no, I'm going to probably give that a go. Honestly, I might even, it's going to be between the crab game or Valorant tonight. That's just how it's going to go. So, <laughs> well, if you do play Valorant, I think Game Pass you can get all the heroes. Oh no shit! I think that's okay. Uh, they had some kind of connection with, with Valorant. Valorant? Yeah. Or no. you could just get it on Epic. Maybe that's it's it. free to play. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure through Game Pass you can. I don't know if you just have to connect your account and you have it, or if you have to actually play it uh, through Game Pass. But it's uh. All the, like, extra stuff, the characters and the skins and everything, that's all paid. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know about all the characters, but there's a lot of paid stuff with Valorant that you get for free with Game Pass. 
Cool. And League of out. Legends too, Brandon, if you want to check out some MOBA action. Oh, God, I fucking hate MOBAs. <laughs> Heroes of the Storm is okay. That's all I've ever played. Yeah. And that's all I will ever play. Yeah. And I did it to get a, to get a Genji skin in Overwatch 1. Oh, yeah. I remember Back that. Back when that game was I remember good. when you played Heroes of the Storm for that. That was a long time ago. That was... Dude, my poor Mac was trying its goddamn best <laughs> to run that game. That fucking old shitter. I really don't have anything other than the Minecraft Legends. Like I said, I haven't really played much else, so I don't have too much. I'm gonna be, I, I booted up slightly and then closed a game that I have that will be... I guess, technically, if we release the episode next week on Wednesday morning, I can talk about it next week. It's an embargoed game that I have for review, but uh, it will... We'll, we'll decide later. But And so I, I barely touched that, but I did boot it up and play like the little intro to it. So that's all. That's all just to say that I have nothing else to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's all she wrote. Dave, uh, is it... Is it above freezing there yet in Canada? Yeah, it's 12 degrees Celsius. I don't know what wow. that is Fahrenheit, but it's been uh, beautiful. Sounds cold. Oh, no, it's lovely. It's oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's probably the same temperature it is there. It might be oh. warmer here than you, where you are. That's entirely God likely and possible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got for this week. I hope you have a great week. Be sure to check out the Patreon to support us for as little as a dollar a month. Hit the slash Patreon patreon and uh, also the discord join us there even if you don't want to uh if you don't we literally never mention the patreon in our discord so you don't have to worry that we're gonna like bully you into joining okay just come hang out patreon.com slash handsome phantom and handsome slash discord thanks for listening we'll see you next week bye the hp podcast is brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com slash handsome phantom thanks to our producers grabalicious christian snow rainick chris bylock Derek o nuke dukem brian parrot htrons maurice bays passive pixels edwin castillo boots poot jared josh cummings edward walton charles peterson toby ryland worm hat Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.